When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Yo, 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 you checking in with King OT, man. Break them off, music group, exec. And I just skipped class with the Progress Report. The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? We got OT in the building. What's good? How you feeling? Yeah, it's Thank me. you for being here, man, and skipping class with your girl. Appreciate you. I'm, you know, I'm veteran at skipping class. Man. Nah, I skipped sure. a lot of classes. Damn right, damn right, man. Well, tell everybody, who are you? What you do? Uh, King O.T., what they call me. Uh, I'm a record exec, but I wear many hats. So I go all the way from the bottom to the top, man. I'm moving the bags and making decisions. Okay, simple enough, simple enough. Um, talk about what were you doing before you got into this music thing? Like, what was you doing before you became who you are now before you became like an adult, so to speak? Um, well, I played sports, played football, mm. went to college, played football, um, went to Jack State University and I uh, finished up at Miles College in Birmingham. Mm. That's where I finished my football career. Okay, dope. Yeah. What, what type of student were you? Um, I could have been a straight A student, but. <laughs> yes, could have. Yeah. I didn't uh, apply myself that way, so I was more mm. like a A B student. Got you. Because I ain't really put forth the effort for real. I mean, that's still pretty good, though, in my opinion. Yeah, I got a little sense. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Um, so, are you currently doing what you were studying for? Uh, no. I went to school for accounting, so I guess mm. it's still a part of oh, what yeah. I do. Oh yeah. Technically, you know, yeah. Technically, but, uh, that's that's pretty great though. Kind of like indirectly. Right, indirectly. Respect. Um, how did you get in into? How did you get into this position, as to where you are right now in this music business? It really found me. Mm. Um, to be honest, gotcha. I, I mean, I'm from Mississippi. I'm reading Mississippi. Mm. Born and raised in Mississippi. Um, growing up, I had no clue you could even make a living doing what I do. Like, Crazy. There was no nothing to shoot for, so mm. I can't say I grew up always knowing I wanted to work in the music industry. Gotcha. Like, it was just on TV, you know. Yeah. This was really like false 
where mm. I'm from, you know what I mean? So, but just, I moved to Atlanta in 09 and started working, working with a, um, we had a marketing company, me and a couple guys, I don't want to say their name. Mm. And um, that's when I kind of got introduced to the business, being around the industry, uh, marketing different events and marketing different artists. and. Um, doing castings for video shoots and different things like that. Gotcha. And, uh, I mean, I worked in the clubs. I was a bartender. Started out at Dreams, then mm. turned to Mansion Elon. Okay. And um, that that job allowed me to meet a lot of people. I bet. Um, a lot of people. I bet. So I went from that to working valet. Oh, shit. So that's when I started meeting the big dogs. Mm. Yeah, I parked some of your favorite people cars back in the day. Okay, tell us, tell us some cars, tell us some people. Uh, my boy T Money, shout out to okay. AMG. Okay. I used to park his car. Gotcha. Um, Fly TIG, I parked his car. Gotcha. I used to work for him too. <laughs> Where? TIG. Um, shoot, man, I parked anybody you name. They parked VIP in Atlanta. I probably parked their car. Let me ask you something now. When it comes to doing that, man, I would be so scared to do valet because if you fuck up, that's on you. Like, has there ever been a situation where you scratch the car, some crazy shit has happened or anything like that? Well, I was blessed that nothing, I never did anything okay. to anybody's car. Got um, you. I've always been pretty good at doing a job. Like, once mm -hmm. I start doing a job, I kind of become try to become the best at it. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, driving was always easy because I'm from the country, so I've been driving since I was 11. Driving by myself since I was 12. Got you. So, you know, I had a lot of experience. You know, I know how to drive a stick, so that's mm. not pause. No, I, I but, got uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But, uh, okay, so, rodeo. I didn't have that problem. Got you. Um, and it's just about being careful, not trying to do too much. You know? Nah, facts. Facts. I had to ask, because in my mind, I be thinking of crazy shit, so I just be wondering, like, damn. Yeah. Man, it don't happen as much as people think, but yeah, it does true. happen, though. I'm sure. You know? it's but like... usually when it happens, it's an inexperienced guy probably trying to do too much mm. or not taking his time. Facts. Okay, now getting back into this music thing, um, people always tell me, like, you know, you don't start really making real money in this business until after about 10 years. Um, did that apply to you? Well, I'm a, I'm around my 10-year mark now. Hey, congratulations. So, uh, oh, that bag about to hit different. I will say I make a lot more money than I did nice. 10 years ago. Nice, okay. But I ain't there yet. Got you. But it's definitely coming. For sure. B-O-M-G. Be on for the sure. lookout. Nah, for sure. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the label, Asian A, in, in a little bit, too. But now, nah, that's, that's interesting that you say that. But all, all the, you know, people that, you know, spit game to me always tell me that, you know, 10 years in it, that's the mark you really start making right money. Right there at 10 years. Nice, man. nice. That bag about to hit different. I can't wait for you, man. Yeah. Um, would you consider yourself an A&R? Um, yes. Okay. Um, because I'm, I'm a dot connector. Yeah, you are. So I'm not necessarily a music maker. Got you. So I'm not necessarily the person that's going to sit down and make the music, arrange it, mm -hmm. um, put it together. But... I can put the right people in the room and I got good ideas, you know, no, I understand what works because I'm out around the people a lot, club, being a club promoter, uh, which is another hat I wear. Um, it has afforded me to be around a lot of people of all ages, 
on the regular. So you kind of see what people like, what they into. And then, I mean, living in the mecca of music, Atlanta, it's kind of like an inside track. But um, to answer your question, yes, I would. Got you. Um, now, I've been seeing this discussion and conversation go on on social media. Do you think A&Rs are lazy nowadays? You know, as before, you oh, had to really go find a talent. Now it's oh, just... Oh, hell yeah, okay. they're lazy. Okay. But that's because they sitting up in the office collecting that big check. Yeah. So it's more about saving your job than advancing your job. Got so, you, got you. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel like a lot of A&Rs now are just trying to save their jobs. And, of course, not everyone. Right. You can't group everyone in. But right. I feel like a lot of just trying to keep their jobs. So it's more about not messing up mm. versus taking a chance. Mm. Um, where A&R's before used to take a chance, I Damn feel. Right. Damn right. You know, um, now everybody kind of pay attention to analytics. But, Facts. You know, you can go by analytics, but you can't just live by and die by it. Facts. Because everybody don't have the resources to increase their numbers. That don't mean they're not talented. I agree. I agree. You know, I think so. you know that's the that's the battle and the dilemma that we kind of kind of face with right now uh, within the music business and industry. You know, it's a lot of good overlooked talent yeah. don't necessarily produce those numbers. You know, and they definitely get overlooked. Um, yeah. Can you talk about some of the BS that goes on in the business? And I wanted to piggyback off the A and R question because that is part of the BS where people yeah. you know overlooking people for other yeah. reasons and. You know, but talk, talk about some of the BS that goes on in the business, because I know in your position, you deal with a lot. Well, in my position, I see the BS on both sides. I, I'm so sure. I'm sure. I hear the gripes, you know, about labels and what they do. Mm. And I also hear the gripes about artists and right. what they do. Okay. And I also hear the gripes about DJs. I hear the gripes from DJs. Mm. I hear the gripes from everyone. Um, if I had to point out some BS... Um, I would start on the artist side. And the reason why I would start with the artist is because a lot of artists now feel like are delusional on mm. what an opportunity is. Say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of artists are delusional on what an opportunity is. That's real. Um, at the end of the day, it's... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Someone pulled some money out of their pocket and invested on your dream, Man, not what? their dream, your dream. That deserves some kind of respect because that person has accumulated some kind of success on their own already. So, for them to pull from their success pile, and sprinkle some on yours, you know, when most most of these artists, if they ask their family to donate, they wouldn't. Facts. You know, so I don't think a lot of artists take that into consideration. Like, yo, this person is really taking a chance on me. Your talent can be everything, but if nobody help push it out, you're just going to be a person with a fire-ass hard drive. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of artists don't understand that. Like, the music is nothing without someone to market it. You know, you need so, the money. Gotta have a check. Gotta have the money. Now, does that mean that you can't pop without the money? No, it doesn't. There's some, you know, it happens. For sure. But I don't like to bet on the low percentage. Mm. I like to bet on high percentage. And high percentage 
If someone puts some money behind you, mm. your percentages go up. You know, so I feel like a lot of artists don't respect mm. the fact that someone is investing their time and resources into your dream. Mm. You know, this is money they could be putting in a trust or anything for their kids or just going to the strip club and blow it because it's theirs, you know. Um, so I wanted to start on the artist side because I wanted to point that out because I feel like a lot of artists don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. um, on the label side, I feel like it's it's a lot of labels that buy into artists without believing in them. Mm. It just seems like the right thing to do or it's hot at the moment or, you know, if if you're going to invest in someone, I feel as though you should believe in their craft. I agree. Um, so if you're not going to believe 100% in the craft, I don't feel like you should invest in that person's craft and mm. slow their life up, you know. Sometimes people just sign people just so someone else can't sign them. Facts. And, and I do see that. So I understand artists right with that. You know. hey. Have you ever worked with anybody or artist that's been ungrateful? Oh, shit. <laughs> Almost every artist I've worked with. Wow. Um, damn near every artist i work with. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> you know. I will say, and not because she signed to the label that I'm with now, but Asian A is really the first artist mm. that I work with that has been like completely grateful mm. over the little things, the small things, and mm. the big things. You know, um, she's pretty grateful. Right. You know, and she expresses it and lets you know, like I appreciate this and that. Right. I work with artists, man. I've done stuff for them and. They look at me like they did it. Hmm. <laughs> nah, that's that's interesting. Um, and yeah, I definitely wanted to mention Asian A because I like her. You know, I, I, the, the album is fire. I fuck with the Thank album, and I know that's a team it. collective. Mm -hmm. um, but I really love what y'all doing with her because you know we see her active and we actually see her from starting from this point from to, to progressing yeah. to a household name. And um, I'm proud of y'all, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know that shit take a lot of work. And, and two, working with females, like, is it is it easier, harder working with females? So working with females, it's a two-sided coin. Mm. Because if you get the right female, mm. then it's easier to work with a female. Got you. But if you get the wrong female, Man. it's harder. Got you. Um, because there's a lot more distractions with a woman. Yeah. You know, you got to worry about the dude she's sleeping with. Mm -hmm. You know, you you know they care more about their appearance. Mm -hmm. As um, they have to, though. Yeah. You know, you're a woman. Mm -hmm. The way you look matters. Mm -hmm. But also, you care what people say about your appearance. Facts. You know, you care how people view you. Whereas a male artist... A male artist would see, say we walk some, we, we in a place and Drake's sitting over there. Mm. A male artist don't care nothing about his ego. Yeah. He gonna walk over there and say, what's up, Drake, man? You my favorite artist, man. Let's get some work, blah, Maybe. blah, blah. Most of the times, yeah. most of the times, they more out to network from a lower position. True. Whereas uh, women tend to be worried, like, am I looking thirsty? Or do they fuck with me or not? Well, mm. a nigga don't care if you fuck with them or not, man. Mm. I'm finna shoot my shot. Because we used to rejection. You know what I'm saying? Whereas women, 
not really as used to, not all, but mm. they're not as really susceptible to rejection. So they don't want to put themselves in positions where they could be rejected. And in this game, male or female don't matter. Mm. You're an artist. <laughs> yeah, artists got to do, do certain things, you know. No, so. for sure. One of the one of the first time that we met, we you know we come across each other a lot of times in this business. You know, I do PR. Oh, before you go to okay, that, go one more thing about working with female gotcha. artists go that ahead. I noticed: it's way more hate on the female artists. People hate on female artists big time, mm. and a lot of that hate comes from females. Sadly mm. to say. Damn. You know, and that's I know that. I've worked with quite a few female artists, and that is the common denominator. Women don't support women as much. Facts. And it's sad to say that, but that's what holds women back. It's not men being in position of power, because women hold all the power. What mm. women like, that's what people buy. These male artists are popping because women listen to their music, not men. Facts. But women don't support each other. Mm. They nitpick women. Um, is even down to the content, you know. Mm. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a woman's advocate or anything, uh, you know. But I do believe in women's rights. But on the, on the content situation, mm -hmm. you know, guys can talk about the same bullshit all the time. But if a girl Facts. say something about popping her pussy or doing something to her man, which all women have sexual thoughts or mm -hmm. different things. It's universal. The, mm -hmm. the preacher's wife has sexual thoughts about her husband, you know. But it's it's magnified, like, you know, all these women do is talk about their pussies. Well, I mean, they've had one their whole life, so hey. they probably, <laughs> it's probably something that they well-versed in. No, <laughs> I'm with you. You I'm know, so that's, that's, that's one thing, a hurdle that's hard to get over working with women. Got you. you now nah, that's real. That's real. And you know, I I peep that. You know, even being in my position, should I experience this? So you know, I totally I totally understand that. But again, salute to Asian A. Um, I support her and I support y'all movement because I see that shit and the product is dope. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. Now, what I was saying before, um, just me working with DJs, producers, and all that good stuff, I've run into you on several different occasions. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the first times was when you was managing Q Money. Okay. So can we talk about you working with Q Money and have you talked to him lately? What's going on with him? Well, actually, I have talked to him. And he told me he's coming home soon. Okay. Real soon. Nice. Um. Talked to him on the Securus app, and he said he's coming home real soon. They had a break in the case, and Dope. he should be coming home. Um, I don't know what happened. I have no <laughs> details. I don't know innocent, guilty. I don't know anything. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know one way or the other, but I know he did tell me that he was coming home. But working with Q Money, working with Q Money was fun. Mm. Um, I wasn't necessarily managing him. Okay. I was more working on the label side, but because he didn't have a manager, I kind of assumed some of those roles. Gotcha. Um, which a lot of people think I've managed a lot of artists that I really was just assuming the role because they didn't have a manager. Mm. Uh, I really don't prefer to manage that much because I feel managing is 
really with these artists now is like babysitting. They expect you to be their personal assistant, and uh, I'm just trying to manage your career, man. That's it. I ain't trying to, you know, get in your baby mama drama, and uh, I don't want to deal with all that. Um, but working with Q Money was fun because he's full of energy. Mm. You know, um, you don't have to coach him on how to be a star. He was born a star. He mm. exuded, you know. He got his dances, and he owned it, and he, you know. So that was fun. That was a fun experience. Got you, yeah. Now he from he from Ohio, you know. I'm from Ohio. Okay. He from a different part, but yeah, he's from Cleveland, like, man. Yeah, yeah. Saint Clair. I, mean? <laughs> I, I always like Q Money because I thought he was fun. Like he wasn't afraid to dance and have fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most niggas be scared to do all that shit. He's yeah, doing man. It. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, up, up. At participating McDonald's. He talking about Bobby and shit, but he yeah. was doing it. He owned it too. He man. owned it. Like, that shit yeah. was cool. But that's why it worked. That's why it worked. Yeah. Got you. Authentic. Authentic. What's the most amount of money that you would say, like, yourself or a label has invested into an artist so oh, far? Oh, gosh. Sheesh. Which invoice? Man, because them invoices be invoices. Man, I've seen 800. And no mm. recoup. Jesus. I've seen 500, no recoup. Mm. 400, no recoup. I've seen every number you can like. So, working on the label side and seeing these real invoices, mm -hmm. I understand why labels move the way they do sometimes because, you know, a label could spend a million dollars trying to get you to pop. Mm -hmm. And then when you pop, now you're looking at it like it was all me. Mm. It's like, what about that million? Now, if I had stopped spending that million, man, come on, you would have been dead long time ago. <laughs> so, it's a lot of money that goes into this. You know, don't think you can twenty, forty, fifty thousand this. Mm. No, mm -mm. this ain't it. So, you know, a lot of people say they CEOs and own labels, but when it's time to put that bag up. And, and you're not going to always be an expert in what you're spending your money on. That's facts. So you might have to risk a 50 on something you have no knowledge about. Mm. That's real. Because you can't wait to learn everything because it's a time-sensitive business. Hell yeah, OT. That's some real shit right there. <laughs> Um, what, what type of advice would you give maybe to a, a, a young person that's looking to get in this game on a business end, on an executive end, such as yourself? Learn the business. Research. Learn what publishing is. Learn mm. what your rights is as an artist. Mm. If you learn what those are, then you're able to negotiate in your favor. Um, a lot of people get taken just because they don't know. You know, a lot of people just sign anything because they don't know. Uh -huh. Learn the business. They got books, classes, online. Learn the business. Learn what your splits are. Uh -huh. Learn how you get paid, all the ways. You know, all the streaming. Learn how that works. Um, just be a student of the game. Don't just be an artist. Because Wayne told you a long time ago, it's 10% music. <laughs> and that ain't going to never change. Facts. You know, you can have the best music in the world, but if you don't got your business together, man, you're going to fall flat. I've seen a lot of hits not go because mm. of the business. Sad reality. Yeah. Um, 
All right, I'm going to ask you, I'm not going to ask you what the word progress means. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, how have you progressed lately as a person? Um, how I have progressed lately as a person? Being more patient. Uh, I've been working on being more patient because this is a fast-paced business. Mm -hmm. So it'll allow you to be more fast-paced and more right now, right now. I'm listening to you. Yeah, it'll be more right now, right now. Um, so I've been working on being more patient, um, listening more, listening a lot more. You can learn more from listening than you can from talking. Facts. And uh, believing people are who they show you they are. Mm, straight up. Straight the hell up. Yeah. Took me a minute to learn that yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I had to, had to learn that the hard way, man. It's... Mm -hmm. You can't make people be who you want them to be. You got to just believe they are who they are. Facts. Facts. Well, anything else you want to share, OT? Um, be on the lookout, man. Break them out music group. Been around a long time. For sure. But we making waves. Mm -hmm. Check out our artists. Asian A out now. Got a new tape, Chosen One, doing good. We got some more coming behind it. I don't okay. want to put those names out yet. Okay, okay. But trust me, we got some big things coming. 2022 is going to be big. Definitely. Very big. Can't wait. And you about to step into that 10th year, so it's late. Hey, man, 10 years, bring it on. Rain Heck down. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.